It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Tomorrow, the 2nd of April, is World Autism Day, and the whole month of April is Autism Awareness Month, and we will be focusing on various elements of that across the month ahead. But uh, Derville of Burke O'Connor, of Crystal Swing fame, um, when a well-known voice, as it were, joins a campaign like Getting Places for Kids with Autism... (laughs) It helps, but Derville, it doesn't hide your own pain. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. And before I start, I just want to thank you for having me on the show. I actually love listening to you every morning, PJ, when I'm dropping my daughter to to, to preschool. So um, I'm delighted to be on the show this morning. But um, no, as you said, PJ, you know, it, it's, it is difficult, you know, and, and initially before I spoke out about all of this, myself and my husband discussed the matter regarding what steps we should take yeah. to get support for our desperate situation. And so I then just decided to go public to the media about it. And, yeah. you know, of course, going public was a last resort. But unfortunately, we were left with no other option but to highlight the situation in which we yeah. find ourselves and, um, you know, I initially spoke out about it to to uh, make the public and, of course, mo- most importantly, our state aware of what is really going on behind closed doors for families with special needs children. And PJ, I would go so far to say that it's an absolute hidden shame in Ireland and an unspoken truth. And, you know, I, I was hesitant to speak about it at the start, but I'm so glad I did now because I have been inundated with emails and calls from parents who feel exhausted. They feel isolated and alone. And, you know, I, I can resonate with all of that. It can feel like nobody cares. And, you know, many expressed to me that they don't know where to turn for help. So I, I think the public, of course, needs to be educated. But number one, our state and our government needs to be aware and and educated on the challenges that people with autism and their families face on a daily basis. Now, I could fill an entire week if I decided to, do it, to, to devote it to the parents that have come to me and us at the, mm, as a team. I can imagine. We could fill it because... Now, there, now, it's improving a bit, but slowly and in piecemeal fashion. Like, you're in East Cork. Yeah. East Cork is a black yeah. spot. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're in Middleton here. There's no special school in East Cork. And again, this is a problem nationally. And you mentioned there, PJ, that things are improving. No, that is what we are led to believe. Yeah. Um, 
you know, um, you know, we're constantly being told uh, how much the government is putting into this and that and this disability sector. And it all sounds fantastic. And it sounds <laughs> wonderful. You know, we're receiving these services on paper. Until and, you try to actually but access But I tell it. you, PJ, yeah. it's a joke where the, these services are non-existent. And whatever money the government is investing in, I can certainly say that my family and all these other families aren't seeing a cent of it, PJ. It's a joke. Well, I'll tell you something now. I mean, we're a long way down the road. My boy is nearly 25 now, and, and, and mm. thankfully he's settled in a very good adult service and we're delighted with it. But all through his years, every move of his education was a struggle and a battle yeah. and a fight. And when I hear of someone now with a new diagnosis, like when I heard that you had little Paul, I felt for you. Yes. And I feel for anybody that is getting a diagnosis because they, apart from dealing with the diagnosis and its impact on a family, trying to get into the bloody educational system is crazy. Crazy. It's crazy. It's it's um it's stressful, it's heartbreaking. You know, you don't know you're hanging on on a leash, you don't know what is going on. Um and look, PJ, whether a child has special needs or not, they are just as important as any of us and we are we should all be entitled to an mm. education. It's a constitutional right and you know it's it does not seem right that there is a question mark over our children's education to think I still don't know what is going to happen with my own child um, come September. Yeah. And so many more families out there are, are feeling the exact same thing. Yeah. And, you know, for, for you know, obviously, I, I, I am speaking on behalf of all families in our situation, but but from for our own family's perspective, my child needs an education in a special school until he is 18. And like your own son, should he require it, he should then seamlessly transition onto adult services for the duration of his life. All of these children require essential therapies such as speech and language therapy and occupational therapy. Mm -hmm. It is essential for their progress. Mm -hmm. Families should also be entitled to respite care because it is a 24-7 job, 365 days a year. It never stops. And until you live through it, PJ, mm -hmm. as you know yourself, you cannot understand it. And, mm -hmm. you know, we need reassurance also, again, should Paul require it in the future, that he will have access to residential care with proper care and support mm. in the event of, you know, the two of us having a car accident, myself yes. and Tim, we could get sick in the morning. Morning, a family yes. crisis yes. should occur. And that's, and that's something that as a parent, that's a something that parents lose sleep over. And I think you're great to voice yeah. that because parents of kids like Paul, they lose sleep over it. What happened if one of us got sick? The other comparison, and I'm sure you're seeing it now because I'm sure being as a young mom, you've got friends who also have five-year-olds who also are starting school in September. Mm. And here's one enormous comparison, Dervla. Their kids know where yes. they're going. Right now, that's first it. day of April, they know where that child is going. You don't. And that's not right. No. No. And, you know, when it, when it will come to my my daughter as well, she's actually a year younger than Paul. When, like we, we often say, when her time comes, when she will go to school, she'll walk in the gates of her school and that is it. And you already know you what know, school she'll go to, don't you? 
Yes, of course. Like we, we, there's, there's not even a worry there. We know she will get her education, but you know she is. Of course, she is entitled to that, as yes. is every other child. But, uh, but children ju- like Paul are just as important, and that is where the downfall is. Um, PJ, children like him, they're not getting the support and most certainly the respect that they deserve from our state, from the health service, and from public representatives. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I actually would go so, so far to say that that um you know people working for the the hse and the, the various other support teams actually need a bit of educating themselves and um, because i at this point i'm weary and exhausted i'm repeat i'm like a broken record from repeating myself over and over and again mm-hmm. and i i sometimes feel like i'm being a bit of a pain in the backside you know i'm i'm the one causing uh, problems but i continue to get incorrect information Cause those problems. I've been yes. saying to, to parents for years, get yourself a degree. And they say, what? Get a degree mm. in being a pain in the arse. Don't go away. <laughs> yeah. Don't accept no. Don't accept we can't. And keep going. Yeah. And I, I, I tell you this much now. I, I'm delighted that someone as high profile as yourself has joined this. Obviously, yeah. I'm not delighted that you have you know, to deal with a disability in the household, it changes everybody's life. And, and I feel for you with, with, with the things that, that, that you're going to have to go through. But you are a, a voice and a loud one. Yes, and you know, this is certainly not for my own public gain at all, PJ, but I'm, you know, I will do anything. I would jump off a building in the morning if I had to for my child. So I am more than happy to to use whatever platform that I have to be able to speak out about it. And, you know, you know, a lot of people are happy that I am too. So it's given me the push and the encouragement now to keep going. And and I'm not going to stop now until until change will hopefully happen in this country. Um, I do have a, a meeting next week with um, Minister Anne Rabit, and I do plan to outline my concerns to her. And I have been in communication with the Taoiseach via email, but I will be pushing for a personal meeting in the coming weeks, PJ. And, and I hope that that will happen because, you know, as you mentioned, it's really the people on the ground and parents like myself that really, we really know what's going on and we should be listened to because we are the voice for our children and you know our these ministers I want a commitment from them to meet personally with parents like myself to address the real issues Mm. and the real concerns that we have you know and and change has to happen now you know this has been going on for years and years and years I'm hearing it from so many parents who have adult children and I cannot believe that we are now in 2022 and we're still in the same place here in Ireland. Well I stand when my boy was around the same age as your boy is now we made a decision uh, as a family myself and and, and my wife we said look we're going to use my position to make Mm. noise and and I remember having the privilege of speaking at many events invited to speak about it and I used to turn to the Mm. same people the ministers in the room and I'd say you know what lads remember this we have forgotten more about our children than you'll ever know listen to us listen to the parents Listen to the pair. And if we, if there's one message, and it's the start of Autism Awareness Month, and we'll be touching yes. upon it quite a bit on the opinion line over the next 30 days. If there's one thing we want them to do is listen to the parents. 
that is ju- that's it in a nutshell pj that is the point that needs to be brought across we are just as parents maybe we we're not qualified on on paper or we we haven't got it all out of a book but you know what you could be reading out of books for your life we've you forgotten more about our children thing. than they'll ever know Absolutely. They are they are forgotten. They are the forgotten people, the voiceless people who cannot speak for themselves, are vulnerable members in society. And, you know, they're, they're treated like second class citizens, PJ. And, you know, that should not be the case. So I'm I'm delighted that that I, I, I get the platform to speak on your show this morning about this. And, um, you know, I've also I was very privileged, actually, on Wednesday that I, I was able to speak at the Aviva Stadium in Dublin. Um, the charity, as I am, were, mm-hmm. were launching Autism Awareness Month. And I spoke on a panel with some very inspiring speakers. And some of these speakers are actually autistic themselves. That's right. And I was so humbled that I was asked to speak with such an amazing caliber of people. Um, Miriam McCallaghan actually hosted this event. And as I am, they're, they're seeking to break barriers yeah. that are there when well, trying to access services well, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping to speak to Adam Harris from As I Am at some point over the coming days and weeks. Dervla, I wish you well. I really hope you get the news that you're waiting for soon. It's just one piece of news. You'll be waiting for a lot of news over the years to come. I know the news you want. You want a simple, simple thing like a school place for your little boy. I really hope that news comes soon. Quartz 96 FM Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.